Welcome to your 20s. It's a mess. My name is Jess and I'm here to be your tour guide through your 20s. I'm a 20-something-year-old retired teacher with a husband, a dog, failed Etsy shop, no home, and student loans. And that's the truth. I never imagined that would sum up my mid-20s life. But let's be honest, does anything ever really go according to plan? I have decided after much consideration to just accept the fact that I literally have no clue what I'm doing. But you know what? That's okay. The truth is, even with a degree and experience, nothing can prepare you for life. So here it is. My name's Jess and I'm completely clueless. If you're also somebody that has absolutely no idea what they're doing, I hope you'll join me on my journey through my 20s, figuring out life, marriage, work, and everything else that comes with being a human. Hopefully I can figure out some things so you won't have to. Welcome to my life. It's a mess. Welcome to your 20s. It's a mess too. Welcome to your 20s. It's a mess. Welcome to my life. It's an even bigger one. I'm Jess. How's it going? So I have decided that I'm just going to do like a podcast a month. Give you guys like a brief little update on my life. Give you guys some tips that are really working for me. Things that I've done in the past month that have been exciting. Some awkward, unfortunate stories. And of course, just, you know, insight into my 20s. I hope you guys are ready for another great episode today. Let's go ahead and dive in. Okay, so I have seen so many people doing this 75 hard challenge. And if you know me, I am somebody that likes to get in a run a couple times a week, but really that's it. And I was looking at the 75 hard challenge and to be completely honest, like my job, I am a stay-at-home worker like my job's not overly demanding most days, but the 75 hard sounds really challenging for me. And the first thing I think back to is like the grind I was in in high school and how I was working out so, so hard and not eating a lot. And we could go in depth a lot into that, but it just wasn't healthy. And that's immediately what it takes me back to. It makes my stomach feel not good. Like it just doesn't sound good to me. So I've decided I'm going to do my own version. It's going to be a 75 soft. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to work out five times a week so I can have two days off. I am going to drink like at least, at least one of my new Stanley water bottles. I think it's, I want to say it's a 30 or 40 ounce. I'll have to double check on that. Let's see. It's 40 ounces. So if I can drink one of those a day, I mean, that's better than nothing. Um, and then I'm just going to track things like my breakfast, lunch, dinner. Um, I'm going to track when I read. I'm going to track when I take a bath. And then I'm also going to track my weight. Now, I will be honest with you guys. I'm not big on tracking weight. I would much rather just look in the mirror. But I have noticed, especially in the last few months post-wedding, that I've just been like feeling kind of funky. Like I look in the mirror and it's not exactly what I think I'm supposed to be seeing, if that makes sense. So I've struggled with body dysmorphia in the past and I just think that it's like really coming back and playing hard on me. So I'm going to go ahead and just track my weight just to use as like a numerical value. I totally get that weight fluctuates, so I'm not going to be like beat myself up about it. Trust me. But yeah, so, so far I am, let's see, I started on the 4th, so 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 
six, seven, eight. So I'm a little over a week into this. And so far it's going pretty well. I think this last week I lost a pound, which is really healthy. I don't think you're supposed to lose more weight than that. Um, I've been running, I've been walking, I've been doing the, um, what is it? The three, twelve, thirty. I think that's what it is on the treadmill. That's been really fun. Um, my father-in-law just recently got a rowing machine, so I have been rowing my little heart out. That has been a blast, and it's just been going really well, and the thing that I notice is that I feel a lot better, like I feel a lot more energized, and on the days when I do not eat as healthy as other days, I notice that I feel like more in a slump, and I feel kind of gross, so it's been a really big encouragement for me to just kind of push myself to eat better, feel better, I also have noted that gluten does not make me feel great, and it's a problem I've been having for a while. Back in 2019, I went totally gluten-free for about eight months, and I lost a ton of weight. I felt so good, and then I just kind of missed bread and pasta, so I started adding it back in slowly, and then I was back to normal, and to be quite honest with you guys, I think I'm just going to have to cut it again because I feel pretty miserable so more updates on that to come in may's podcast i assume but so far i've swapped out any bread for gluten-free bread and any pasta for gluten-free pasta so we'll see how it goes but i'm gonna try really hard to just cut it because i know i'm gonna feel better if i do but other than that i have had like a really fun couple of weeks i've had just a lot of things to look forward to which if you follow my instagram you'll know that i do my um monthly five so i always have five things that i look forward to each month so this past month i've been able to run my first 10k which i will get into in a little bit um i saw my grandparents and i have not seen them in a really long time because they were pretty much in hibernation during covid and they finally were like okay we feel comfortable seeing people again everybody we know is vaccinated so they came down to visit and it was so so nice to see them it just giving your grandparents a hug is like a little piece of heaven like truly i i missed them a lot Um, Other things, I've just been spending a lot of time with my family. My parents went on a trip to Ireland without me, how rude, but apparently they had a really great time and they did bring me back some souvenirs so I can't complain too much. Um, My poor puppy has been in and out of the vet's office. He, I say puppy, but he's four. Um, He really loves to play outside like really loves he's a lab boxer mix and he's just very high energy so we try and go play ball with him outside well apparently like a stick or some dirt or something got kicked up into his eyes when he was running really hard and he ended up getting an eye ulcer and so I took him into the vet and we've got to give him cream in his eye like three times a day and drops in his eye twice a day and he's so good like he is a really really great dog but he does not like to be messed with in his face and so giving him this eye stuff every day for two weeks has been miserable for like all of us the first couple of days me and my husband literally had to like hold him down to get stuff in his eyes now i've gotten to the point where i literally will push the medicine time back just a little bit so that i can catch him sleeping and just like yank his eye open really quick put the drop in and then give him a lot of snuggles to make up for it but oh my god i feel so bad 
the good news is we're almost done with our two weeks and his eye looks so much better so I'm hoping that when we go into the vet next week they'll be like okay he's good to go and I can just be be done with this because it's I feel so bad I feel so bad I'm sure other pet parents can relate like giving your pet something that they don't want is the worst the worst you feel like you're traumatizing them it's just it's a bad experience but to say the least he's been getting a lot of treats a lot of pets a lot of snuggles and he's just been napping a lot hopefully just healing up but yeah all right so i really want to talk to you guys about my 10k experience now if you've been following me for a little while i have been training for this 10k since like November of last year and I'll be honest a lot of that training slipped up during the wedding time so I got married in January and before the wedding I was training really hard because I wanted to be really nice and thin during the wedding but after the wedding I definitely like I definitely slipped up like the honeymoon I was eating good and relaxing as you should but then when I got back I kept up in that routine for a couple of weeks and then I immediately had to jump back into okay I really need to push myself and work hard so I ended up running a 10k around my neighborhood the week before the race And it actually went really, really well. I did a lot better than I thought I would time-wise. I think I ran it in exactly a minute and 20, or an hour and 29 minutes. And it just felt good. I got new running shoes, shout out Hoka. um, And it just, it felt amazing. I got a massive sunburn because if you're in Florida, you know summer is here already. But it just, it felt amazing. So I was, it like pumped me up for the 10K. So I rested Monday, Tuesday. I went for a walk on Wednesday. I went for a little run on Thursday, took a day off on Friday. And Saturday morning, we woke up super early. So I actually signed up for the Disney 10K. And I am a big Disney fan. I've always wanted to do a Disney, like a run Disney event. So we originally were going to sign up for the 5k because me and my husband have never even done a 5k before. I've run them around the neighborhood, but I've never done like a legit 5k. So we end up trying to register for the 5k. It sells out so fast. We end up having to do the 10k. And when we first got the news that we were doing a 10k, my heart dropped. I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this. But by this point, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, I cannot wait. Let's go. So the day before the event, we went to the Disney Wide World of Sports. We picked up our bib number. We picked up a cute little bag. We got to go to the Run Disney store, which was really cute. I got myself a new spirit jersey. My collection is growing by a lot. And then we went to sleep really early so that we could wake up and get going the next day. So we woke up at 2.30 in the morning. (laughs) We were in the car by 3.30. We were there by 4.10 and we were lining up ready to race by like 5.30. So it was just like a very early morning, but it was a lot of fun. Um, They like send you off in little groups, which is really nice. So I didn't feel like I had people like running me over and I wasn't running other people over, which was great. But overall, it was just a really, really fun experience. I ended up doing 
I think an hour 27, which I thought was really great for me. That was walking and running and my leg. I like messed it up going uphill on like mile three. So I was like, oh, we'll see. But I was really proud of that time. And it was so funny because I ran with my husband, my father-in-law, and my mother-in-law. My father-in-law is like super fast. He just took off. He was gone the minute the fireworks went off. We did not see him until the end of the race. Um, I started out pretty quick just because I was trying to get around a couple of people. And then my mother-in-law ended up catching up to me. So we ran most of it together. And then my husband finished, I think, maybe 10 minutes after I did. So we were all pretty pretty close. It was a really good time though. I definitely cannot wait to run my next one. It's it's definitely something I'm looking forward to. All right. So as somebody in my 20s, I am learning a lot about myself, right? And I feel like that's one of the biggest things is that this is like a time to like figure out who we are as people and to figure out what we like in life and what we don't like and you know when I was a little kid, I used to love the grocery store. I used to live for going to Publix, getting a sprinkled sugar cookie, the first loop and snacking on it the entire time. My mom would push me around the cart. My little sister would pull my hair. I'd get mad at her. My mom would pinch me and then we'd be done. And you know, there's just something about that that I just like, I reminisce and it's just, I loved it. It was great. I mean, I told my mom I hated it, but I loved going to the grocery store. It was a great way to get out of the house and to just, you know, be somewhere else. As an adult, I feel very different. (laughs) And I don't know if it's because I miss being pushed around in a cart or if it's just because I'm so stinking overwhelmed. I was watching TikTok the other day and I saw this girl she was like, does anybody else get overstimulated in the grocery store and just totally melt down? And I have never felt so seen and validated in my entire life. When we're in the grocery store and there's either A, too many people there, or B, I've just had a long day, it is so hard for me to just get through grocery shopping. Like, my husband, bless his heart, he could stand and stare and try and pick out coffee for 90 minutes, just trying to figure out which one's best. I need to get through the store faster than that because if I stay in an aisle too long, I literally have like like my chest tightens, my stomach knots, my head just like instant headache. It is so bad. But I just felt so validated that it's not just me. Like, I get so overstimulated in places like the grocery store, in places like, oh, Forever 21 is a huge one because there's literally clothes everywhere. It is so hard for me to walk into that store if I haven't gotten enough sleep, if I didn't have a cup of coffee, if I'm not just, like, in the right mindset. Like, I go ballistic. It is so bad. But... It just makes me feel better that there are so many other people out there. And like, even though it's still going to happen, it just gives me peace of mind that it's not me. And I feel like that is such like a trending idea of people in their 20s. Like, that's all we really want 
We just want to make sure that we're not the odd one out. We just want to see somebody else in our position and know that, hey, like we're not alone, right? So for me to you, know that you're not alone. I guarantee to you, if we sat down, there is at least one thing that we could find in common. Whether it's a struggle, whether it's a win, whether it's whatever it is, I'm sure that if we sat down together, there is one thing that we can find in common. And I feel like that's the beauty of your 20s. My husband was out at dinner last night with his like friends from high school which I think it's so cute. He's still friends with like a huge group of people. I only have two friends left from high school and bless them. They're the best. I don't know how I'd live without them, but two. He has like 12 from high school. It's unreal. I digress. But um, he was out at dinner with them and he was like, we're all in different parts of our lives, but like we still all come together and have so much to talk about. So one of his friends bought a house, works two jobs, has a girlfriend. One of his friends still lives at home, no girlfriend, didn't go to college. Another one of his friends went to college, is going to grad school, and lives in an apartment, single. One of his friends is probably going to be getting engaged soon. She's in nursing school. Her boyfriend's a police officer. Like, there's so many people that are in so many different parts of their lives, and we can all come together and there's still something in common, you know? And that's just so special. And I think it's so unique too, because like we can share those experiences with other people. We can kind of get an idea of what we do want to do with our lives and what we don't want to do with our lives based on how, you know, like our friends are living theirs. And it's just, it's so special, you know? It's so special. I'm celebrating a little victory for one of my friends. They just moved out for the first time and they're in their 20s. Totally normal. You know what I mean? And especially right now, I don't know if it's everywhere, but especially in Florida, the housing market is literally insane. Insane. Me and my husband probably bring in 80 to 90K a year and we can't find a house in our budget. Insane to me insane to me we could get an apartment we could get a townhome but we want like a house with a backyard for the puppy you know and we cannot find one so I'm just like I'm so proud one of my friend for like finding an apartment in his price range you know working with the landlord to be able to like you know get the place that he wanted and just I'm I'm so proud of him and it's like I can celebrate that victory and not be jealous that like you know I don't have my own home yet because, I mean, everybody's in their own stage of life and it's okay, you know? And I caught myself the other day being jealous. And it's funny because it was jealousy about somebody else getting engaged. And they had this huge engagement. There were flowers. Somebody recorded it. And my engagement was very different. It was just me and my husband. We He took me back to our college campus. I knew it was coming. He proposed to me on this cute little bridge. There was no recording. There was no big like hoopla about it. It was just the two of us. And when I started feeling that jealous feeling for this big production, I centered myself, reminded myself that like that wasn't us, you know? That wasn't who we were, you know? My husband is very quiet, very shy, and the way that he proposed to me was perfect for us like that was our story so if you need a reminder today here it is 
don't compare your story to other people's story. Because the way that your life is going is the way it's supposed to be going. And even if it doesn't feel like it in the moment, don't sweat it. Like, in the long run, you will see exactly why these things happened. And one of my, um, one of the podcasts that I like to listen to, the Coachable Podcast by uh, Tori Gordon, she always talks about how, like, you are where you need to be in your life. And it's just so true. You know, we are where we need to be. You don't need to be married yet. You don't need to have a house yet. You don't need to be done with college early. You don't need to do anything except for be you and follow your path and your truth. And I know that sounds so preachy and so like basic girl ick, but like it's so true. So if you needed a reminder, if you needed to feel validated, like, here you go, this is for you, you are exactly where you need to be, don't rush anything in your life, don't push to do things that you don't want to do, live your life, you only get one of them, and live it to the fullest. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in today, I hope you enjoyed it, I know today was a little bit rambly, but honestly, I just want to act like this is a conversation with you guys, because communicating with you guys is what I'm here for. Sharing my advice that I'm dealing with currently is what I want to do. So I hope you guys got something out of today's podcast and I cannot wait to see you again in the next one. Have a fantastic week. Enjoy the rest of your April and I will see you guys back next month for another one. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. It means the world to me to have you come along on my journey through my 20s. Let's be friends. Find me on Instagram at welcome to your 20s. It's a mess and let's connect. If you loved today's episode, don't forget to leave a review or a comment and I will see you guys in the next one. Love you guys so much.